What's good? What's up? How you doing today? I'm sitting here with my best friend, Monet. How you hey, doing? Hey, I'm good. How you doing, girl? I'm good. Hey. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. <laughs> it's another episode of Love Loud's Truth Carpet. I cannot believe that we are on episode 16. One, six. Episode 16. Yes, girl. How you doing, Moni? I, yo, you and this dancing. I'm just, <laughs> I'm super, super, super excited to record this episode. Aside from the fact that it's it's episode 16, but you know, anytime I get to see your face, it's a good day. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> How do you feel about today's episode? The conversations need to be had just to gain some understanding because let me tell you, baby, I be confused. I be confused and I I just want to understand for myself exactly what 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 it all means. Ooh, it's getting spicy because I know the audience wanna know what the heck we're talking about. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to podcast episode 16 where Moni and I will be discussing the different types of dating and intimate relationships that people have yes this is about to get hot you see I took my hoodie <laughs> off right it's you're already hot. hot I am getting so hot you had to take your hoodie off hey, hey. all right y'all we really appreciate you tuning in to our episode today Money, go ahead and give the people a nice breakdown. All right, y'all. So y'all already know what it is. This is Truth Carpet Episode 16, and I am going to be giving you the rundown for this episode. First and foremost, as always, we're going to be starting with dorm stories, but we have a question today opposed to giving y'all a rundown memory lane we have a special question in regards to what we would or would not do in committed relationships next up is sweet 223 where yaya and i will be reciting a combined poem that we wrote together we usually do this individually but you all have a special treat for today's episode in our hot topic segment we are talking about the different types of romantic relationships that people are involved in and discussing whether or not we would be involved in these types of relationships Next up today, we are going to be closing out with our announcements. There's always something for everyone, so make sure you do not miss out on the things that we have for you at the end of this episode. All right, girl, you ready to jump into dorm stories? I am ready to jump right into it. Let's get it. <laughs> Okay, so for our dorm story today, we have a question from Ace Metaphors Deck of Cards. The question is, what is your opinion on threesomes in a committed relationship? Go ahead, Moni. No. That's my opinion on threesomes <laughs> in committed relationships because I'm not into women. I she said no. <laughs> no, I'm not into I'm not into women. I feel like if I was bisexual, 
then maybe that's something that I would be into. But because I'm not into women and I have no interest in being with two men, I don't condone a threesome in my relationship. Now, I can't speak on what other folks want to do because folks don't live their lives how they want to live it. But for me, if my man asks, I'm telling him in O spells what? No. No. I have no interest. If we were to do that, I wouldn't be involved. What am I do? Watch? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be with her. That was a, I laughed because that was a straight up no. Into the O. What about you? What, what would you, what would you do? What's your opinion? My opinion, my answer to everything is to each his own. I'm going to be honest. I have wondered about having a threesome in a relationship. Oh. But when it came down to planning it, um, so my boyfriend at that time was going to like find somebody to have this relations with, right? Mm, yeah, okay, but uh-huh. when it came down to like really getting serious about it, I backed out because I didn't feel comfortable with him choosing the person without me. And I felt like and I assumed that if he knew the person that meant that they already had some kind of relationship with one another, or he already saw the person as being like a sexual option for him. Or if she was from his hometown, then when he was there, they might be getting it on without my consent or without me being there. So that was younger. So at that younger age, I didn't understand that they were like, you can set rules and boundaries and, and define how you want it to be. It can be your own kind of thing. But at that time I was just like, Nah, like, nah. You almost did though. You were, you was close. You considered it, and then it really came down to, and he was like, "You know what? I know what I said before, but I'm changing my mind." Yo, it's funny that you mentioned that because I read a book once. I can't remember it was called Mistress Diaries, My Mistress Wife. It was something about a mistress, but it's basically about this woman who is having an affair with another woman after she chose to have a threesome with her husband after he asked a bunch of times had mm-hmm. a threesome for his birthday but she kept seeing the woman after they had that encounter it's it was a good book i gotta find it and yeah. tell the name of it i'm gonna have to post it on the on our ig page so people could um read it for themselves it was a good book it was a really be good i'm pretty sure it was called my wife's mistress mistress something is mistress in the title i'm gonna figure it out and I'm, we're gonna put it on our page so y'all know what the book is but it reminds so, me of, the story reminds me of that <laughs> yeah so what happened to them is what i was afraid of but the opposite i mean that could have happened I, it could have been that i was more interested in women and then we did our own thing on the side but just like the fear of just the worry of like yo like what does he have going on with her kind of thing or i don't know i, I just i backed out i reneged yep i reneged but i do i'm gonna be honest i do sometimes think of it but i do think like if that were me to be a part of it, I can't see myself. Like I can see him doing stuff to her and then him doing stuff to me, but me doing stuff to the girl, she could do stuff to me. I don't know, but I can't see me doing, I can't see me doing stuff to her. I just can't. So what's my opinion to each his own? You never know until you try, basically. Right. You never know. You never know but until, as but what I'm tried, saying, I'm still saying no. <laughs> In a committed relationship, now if the relationship is open, that's a whole nother story. But we don't talk. We can talk about that later. <laughs> that's a high topic. That's a high topic with a club beat. That's a bump, 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 bump. That's a bump, 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 bump. 
Oh my gosh. Oh wow. We both had different opinions on this. I feel like we usually are coincide with right? one another. Yeah. But that's cute. That's cute, you know. That's cute, whatever. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, darling. Are you ready to mosey on over to sweet two two three? I'm ready. <laughs> She's ready, y'all. So I think we should go ahead and head over. <laughs> okay, in today's segment of Sweet 223, Yaya and I will be reciting Untitled, written by the both of us. It's a collaboration, y'all. Enjoy. Untitled. Scrolling through our pictures, rereading old texts, Listening to our favorite songs, Lauren Hill, Keith Sweat. Reminiscing about our dates, an upgrade from Netflix and chill. Thoughts of you teasing my body, a romantic thrill. Everlasting memories on the dome, more data than a cloud can bear. Fidgeting with my phone, should I call? Should I text? Fuck it, I just want you near. Sweet sensations, of your aroma invade my nostrils as I prance around in your polo. Slow dancing, candles lit, even though right now I'm solo. Sleeping alone in my king side, TV on mute, gazing over at your side, all I'm wanting is you. Feeling for your touch, needing you to rock me back to sleep. Something about this urge, this feeling, it refuses to be discreet. As much as I want to keep quiet, I can't help but want to ask, where are we going? What are we doing? Will this even last? Every time I'm with you, I feel amazing. That's why I've stuck around this long. Breakfast in bed, late night talks, texting back and forth love songs. Thunderous sounds from outside awake me from my dream. This has to be the twilight zone. Shit between us ain't really what it seems. How can I feel so good and used at the same time? Because you're not ready for what I have to offer. Everything you say sounds good, but then you switch up, disappear, only leaving me to wonder. Your actions speak louder than words. You don't need to say anything else. If you really want to be with me, you would make the time. No excuses, no regrets. Feeling stuck and confused trying to get you off my mind, holding back from texting and liking your pictures, having some more me time. Coming to the conclusion that what we have is flatlining. Detaching from my emotions, I'm moving forward. No rewinding. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I love our collaborations. I like so, typical question of right. love, love. Sweet two, two, three. Um, I guess I'll answer first. At this time that we wrote this poem, I remember I was substitute teaching at that time, and we were trying to like come up with another poem to add to this book. And it was just a poem that that kind of flowed for me. Um, I didn't have a muse at that time. I wasn't dating anybody at that time. I had interest, but there was nobody who like this was a story that I was telling. It was just a story that I was like visualizing in my head. Once I started with that first, the first few lines of it, 
it just started coming about because I, I tend to make up things and like can see like a a movie playing in my head and I just started writing it down. But sometimes I stop and I'm like, dang, I need something that rhyme right here. Let me let me look up Webster. Let me get some synonyms real quick. But there was no muse for this. It was just I knew that you and I wanted to use some songs or something like about dating and and love kind of thing like that. That kind of sparked what I came up with. Like that's what I would want to do. Be a, be at my boo's house, walking around with his polo on, smelling the aroma of him, having the candles lit, nice atmosphere. That's what I would want, and that's what I wrote about. I think for me, just based off the understanding of what the poem was supposed to be about, with the title Untitled, being in these situationships or dating somebody and not putting a title on it and having an open relationship of some sort, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's where... I got it from some of the inspiration came from being with my ex and being in a situation like, okay, I've been with this person, but now all of a sudden this person seems different than what they were before. What's changed? Why does it seem different? The two of us don't seem to have the same connection that we did before. Am I tripping? Like if things have changed, let me know what's different. And then I also partially took, (laughs) I also partially took um, inspiration from a guy that I had been talking to, for a couple months and I at one point wanted to know like could he see himself like dating or being in a relationship with me and he he basically said just to like go with the flow and I'm like I'm like I get it but could you just answer the question if the answer is no then the answer is no you can tell me no (laughs) if you wanted to see where things go so just go just go with the flow great Thank you so mm-hmm. thank you so much for that response. I I very much appreciate it. But just me at that time just telling me to go with the flow, that didn't make any sense to me because what is the flow? You trying to do relationship things but don't want to be in a relationship. I don't have time for that. That's why I'm asking. Like <laughs> what is this? You want to you right. want to come over, you want to spend a night, you want to meal cook. What is that? No. What is this? If we go on with cute. the right, it's cute. You want to go with the flow, but I'm not about to keep doing these things in this particular relationship, whatever it may be, because I don't want to do it no more. So what? what is this? It's, it's untitled. We have no title, and I'm not doing these things anymore. Right, and I think that's a perfect segue for what we're about to get into, because I just feel like with this poem, a lot of people don't want to girl, remember the thing that you sent me last night when the guy was putting his clothes on in the reel and she was like, So you about to go or whatever. I just feel like we keep doing it. So what Oh, and then he disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) What 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 are we? He was like, I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) Like people don't want to put definitions or titles on things. And I think this is and it's fine. It is fine. And that's what we are about to segue into right about now. Meow. What are we segueing into exactly? Hot topic. Yes. <laughs> Okay, y'all, episode 16 brings to you the topic of different types of relationships. So Moni and I are going to get into the different types of relationships that we 
basically had to research. We are not gurus on this topic. We are not experts on this topic, but it's something that we felt like we wanted to touch mm-hmm. on. And is it okay if I say this, Moni? Earlier this year, I found myself talking to, I did the air quotes, talking to, you know, the whole phases of dating relationships. Mm-hmm. This guy, and he threw out the idea of throuples, right? And I was like, what the heck is a throuple? So this is where we're getting into, like, what are the different types of relationships that exist out there? And we oftentimes, as Americans, we know monogamy. That's what we see. That's what's portrayed on television all of the time. But there are different types of relationships that exist. So this is our hot topic today. We hope that you have your wine. I have my Riesling. <laughs> and we are about to get into it right now. Wait, wait. So let's start it Wait, off. before we get to it, I must say, like, in regards to doing research to this, I definitely found myself going down several different rabbit holes. <laughs> like... <laughs> okay so they they have this relationship and they have these rules and they do it this way and they have their relationship is similar to that one but they have their rules and they do it this way and then <laughs> I have what I know and it's not necessarily any rules this is just the relationship so that's the way it is join us down this rabbit hole of things that we have found and let us know if y'all agree <laughs> disagree we would love to know And let me add to that, it's been really intriguing too, like the research that we have found, the YouTube videos, everything that we've come across has been very interesting. And I appreciate everybody who recorded these YouTube videos, let us into their relationship and let us come across the information that we have found because it's just like, wow. Like I like, like, thank you for sharing this. I never knew. Exactly. Because I always... I only saw and I only understood monogamy because that's all I viewed. But sorry, I'm kind of getting into it <laughs> a little bit. My bad. So let's let's go back a little bit, and we're gonna start it off with the common thing: monogamy slash couples. What is monogamy? Let me tell you, girl. Monogamy is the practice or state of being married to one person at a time, or it's the practice or state of having a sexual relationship with only one partner. So you're only having one partner at a time in a dating relationship, like, oh, that's my boo, that's my bae, that's my boyfriend, that's my girlfriend, is only one. Or legally, you're only partnered or married with one person at a time. That's monogamy. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. so, So let me ask you a question, Moni. Are you a monogamous dater? I want to say yes, but I haven't really dated like that in a while, I guess, because as I've said before on this show, I've only ever been in one relationship. And at that time, mm-hmm. I would have considered myself a monogamous dater because I was only seeing that one person. But I feel as of now, in regards to dating, I'll most definitely not be monogamous until I decided with that person that that's what I wanted to do. I feel it's yeah. important to date you know, multiple people to see what you like and what you don't like opposed to giving your all into this one person. And then somewhere down the line, you're like, nah, I'm not feeling this no more. Five months then gone by. Now you're going on to trying to find the next person. When during all those five months, you could have been talking to three people. And one of those three people could have been the one that had a lasting relationship. I don't know if that's just my Mm -hmm. thoughts on it now. So as of today, getting back into the dating pool, quote unquote, 
I would not <laughs> consider myself a monogamous dater unless me and one person solely decided like, yes, this is what we're going to do. I'm with you, you with me. It's just us. I like how you use the word now because I feel like we have been researching this for um, a little over a week. And just like I told you, once we finish recording, I'm about to hop back on YouTube <laughs> and because it's just so much information to, to grasp, to like take in. Right. So for my answer, prior to us looking this stuff up, I did. Like if someone asked me, yeah, are you a monogamous? Yes. Like wholeheartedly, I will tell you hands down, I'm not sharing nobody. I just see myself with one person, point blank, period. Cool. I only see myself dating one person. Um, but at this point, I can't put a, a, a title on it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that I'm a monogamous person because, like I said, to each his own, or you don't know until you try. I can't, I never tried to have any type of other thing except for monogamy. When I did have my little two boyfriends or whatever, it was just that one person. Um, but let me jump into the next question that I have for you, which is, do you feel like your views of monogamy was inspired by what you witnessed? Like, remember when we were talking about when we were getting into this episode, I said a lot of views, or I feel like a lot of views come from maybe your parents. You only saw your parents together. You didn't have a home where there was two moms and one dad or one mom, one dad and five other women that were his wives. You didn't see polygamy. All you saw was monogamy, even on television. How many shows do you see with polygamy? I can mm-hmm. say none. So for for me, I do feel like living in America, my views of monogamy or my views of dating, what dating is means one man, one wife, and that's what I got my stance from. Would you agree or disagree for yourself? I would definitely agree because that's what I grew up around. That's what I knew. I feel as if if I grew up in an environment where my parents were in a polygamous situation, then that's something that would probably be ideal to me in regards to what I would choose to Mm do in my adult life. Because I think it also comes from this concept of telling young women, I think more particularly like young african-american women in our community like telling us to in regards to like going to school and dating to just focus on school and to focus on our career opposed to actually focusing on dating opposed to being able or being encouraged to do both finding ourselves understanding what we like and what we don't like as well as getting our education because i can't remember the exact statistic at the moment but most people find their mate or the person that they want to be with during their college years and if as if we're focused on you know solely focused on school and not dating and getting an understanding of our likes and dislikes then it's kind of like we miss our window actually (laughs) we miss our window to find that uh the person that we should quote unquote have found in you know our early to mid-20s Um, if Mm. that makes sense so in combination with having that like embedded in me as well as how I grew up and the relationships that I had around me I don't know any I didn't know anything about polygamous anything it was a man a woman you get married you have kids that's that's it it. (laughs) during our episode with Katrina when we talked about religion and stuff Mm -hmm. I did share that my grandfather, I think I did share that my grandfather had several wives. 
So I know this to be true, but firsthand, I only saw it maybe, if I did see it for a couple of years, I didn't really see it like in front of me, but I know that I have knowledge that he did have several wives, but to experience it, like, I feel like a lot of examples that we get come from TV. It comes mm-hmm. from firsthand, like our own parents. And I, I didn't re- receive that. So me opening myself and opening my mind to the idea of other types of relationships is coming off of me and you having a conversation about just being interested in learning about right. it. I do have a question though. Like, do you think that monogamy implies having ownership over another person? From my understanding, okay, so remember a Christian background, but spiritual belief, right? From my understanding of it, it sounds like it. It does sound like it when a woman and a a man or man and man, woman and woman become married, the husband or the superior partner, or it doesn't matter, both parties become one, right? Mm -hmm. And it does sound like from my understanding of it let's just use heterosexual because that's I'm a heterosexual so I understand for myself right so if I were to marry a man he makes all the sound decisions he's seen as the head of the household my body becomes his and his body becomes mine it it does sound like ownership like I don't know who's one up in a relationship or anything like that but it does sound like mine 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 like a little baby all Mm -hmm. I know is mine 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 it does sound like ownership kind of thing because if somebody else was to come into a picture like if he was to flirt with somebody I would go over there like why you flirt with my man that's my man like just saying my it's it's possession yeah it's ownership so anything with thinking like I have all rights to you you belong to me that's ownership if you get money that's our money like you he went to work to go earn those, those coins but it's our money that, that's me taking possession of quote unquote something that his name is written on he he signed that contract to have that job technically yes it does it does sound like ownership using the term my like my husband my wife but at the same time i feel like it's more so agreeing to be committed to one another opposed to feeling as if like you you own me or i own you of course what's mine is yours what's yours is mine but i don't feel like it's technically like ownership you don't own a person you know what I'm saying I, I feel that you know in a in a marriage type relationship of course you, you'll check in with your wife or your husband to ensure that you know do's and don'ts of things you know just making sure that they're comfortable but I don't know it's just it's, I think that term ownership is it's a turn off <laughs> like you don't own me I'm not property like ownership makes it seem like it's like it's property you know and like you're not free to be your own person, if that makes sense. Because I feel like in some form, some form or fashion, even in marriages, based off the marriages of those that I know that are married, um, and from the example that I've seen from growing up, you still have some sense of yourself. You don't do everything together. There's some things that you do on right. one may loves to go on vacations while the other one chooses to like go on, you know, fishing trips. Like they have their things that they do on their own and they have their things when they come together. It's not always just us, 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 us. But you know, <laughs> you I don't know. I feel like the ownership part just takes away oh. the individuality of being still being your own person. I, I absolutely hear everything that you're saying and I don't disagree with anything. I just feel that 
first of all, I feel like it's important when you have any type of relationship with somebody, it's important to have your own individuality. It's important that if Yaya came into the relationship knowing that she's an artist, knowing that she loves to spend time with friends, knowing that she writes poems, whatever. I, I got a lot going on. I can't even think of it right now because it's, was it, reasoning? <laughs> <laughs> but nah, I'm, I'm good. And then I'm dating Ted, who is more of a homebody, and he likes to watch sports. And I don't watch sports, but then if I get married to him and I cut off my social life to spend time with Ted in a house, just watching sports all the time, I lost myself mm-hmm. in that. I would never want to lose myself in any type of relationship. But as far as, just like the example that I used, when another, when a threat comes, and the threat being another woman or another man, or the guy going to another state or another country for an, a job opportunity, I'm hearing Nemo in my head, like the fish saying, my, 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 That's what I hear when, when you ask me the question. I hear that kind of ownership. Like you can't legally make a decision without me. Mm. We make decisions together. There's no more individuality in that frame unless we define our relationship of monogamy together. But with monogamy, it's only those parts, not as far as like another girl or another man trying to come into that relationship. Right, because I think so too, like in regards to being in that relationship, you are a representation in a way of yeah, you know, right. It's almost like my my mom used to tell me like you when you go somewhere you better act right because I'm a reflection of her. Like who raised you? I raised you, so you make sure you go out there and act how you're supposed to act. I feel like that same mm-hmm. that same thing applies in regards to being in a relationship. I'm going out and just doing my thing and showing my ass like I'm not in no relationship with nobody. <laughs> I'm just acting like I'm single. That's disrespectful towards the my husband. And then it comes off like. That's not friends or family or associates, whoever know that you are with Kwame. I had to make up a guy name. They don't see, oh, that's Moni having a good time at the club with Yaya and Priscilla. They see, oh my God, look at Kwame's wife shaking that ass at the party on Timothy right now. Let me take a picture. Let me text him right now. Is that not an example of ownership? You're not free having fun at the party by yourself living your life and that's something that you normally do but somebody else is reporting back to Kwame that you at the club with Priscilla and Yaya because it's it's disrespectful it's disrespectful yeah it is disrespectful if you agree to be in a monogamous monogamous relationship exactly because you agreed to be committed and you're not doing committed things so get your committed committed butt off that uncommitted man and go back to your committed husband yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but you specifically with this one, you committed to be only with Kwame. Exactly. Or Kwame, what did I call him? Something. Kwame. Kwame. That's what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> For monogamy, our scenario is basically what we see because monogamy is something that is typical for. The U.S. is is legalized. That's what we know in America. So let's jump into the next type of relationship, which is which is polygamy. 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 I feel like I had to say that multiple times because polygamy means multi. <laughs> <laughs> Anthropologically, polygamy is defined as marriage between one person and two or more spouses simultaneously. 
it exists in too many, sorry, two main forms. It can be polygyny or polyandry. Polygyny is when one man is married to several wives or several women. Polyandry is where one woman is married to several men. With polygyny, that's legal in 58 out of nearly 200 sovereign states, the vast majority of them being Muslim majority countries in either Africa or Asia. Now, when you have polyandry, meaning one woman has several men or several husbands, that's illegally, virtually in every country. So with polygamy, sorry, it was outlawed in federal territories by the Edmonds Act, and there are laws against the practice in all 50 states, as well as the District of Columbia, Guam, and Puerto Rico. So that's why I'm saying we're talking about monogamy. That's all we have. That's all that's seen as legal in America. So let's discuss polygamy between, you know, what we understand, or just between us, girl. Have you ever considered being in a polygamous relationship? I have not. I've never considered being in a polygamous relationship only because I've never understood it and it's never been presented to me. When I first heard of it initially, like my thoughts were, I don't want to share. I don't want (laughs) to, I don't want to. That's what I tell people all the time when I tell dude, when I talk to dudes, I'm like, I don't share. I don't share. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to have to. I don't want a sister wife <laughs> because that's the only that's the only term that I knew <laughs> was sister wife. We share a husband and he he knocking us up and we have kids and we all have all these kids in this one house possibly That was your perspective before we did the research. Right. It was um a husband and I'm a wife, she's a wife, possibly have another wife and he Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I was like, I'm a wife. She's a wife. She's a wife. We're all wives. We're all wives. <laughs> no disrespect, y'all. That just came to my head when she said that. That's literally what came to mind. And we just out here popping out babies. <laughs> so he can have a bunch of kids and it's just one of him. And if I wanted and if I wanted to be with somebody else, I don't have that option. Right. Yeah, because that would be um let me go, let me scroll up to my notes. Polygyny, meaning that he has several wives, but you only have him. Exactly. Okay. So for me, I have considered. Oh, really? Is this new for you? This is new for me, new for please. You? Okay. So when we started off this podcast, I shared that this topic kind of came up because earlier this year, someone introduced to me the idea of being in a thruple. And I did consider it. But that's what me considering it, it was me trying to gain education before I said yes to mm-hmm. it. And I was still stuck in that mentality of, I don't want to share. I don't want to share. And then if I did agree to that, that means he already has somebody and I'm coming in. I like I still had that monogamous mindset of like, I'm coming in as a side chick. Like I'm not the main one. I'm not his first interest. I'm not his first love kind of thing. So just to answer the question, consideration, um, just hearing him ask that, like, what do you think about thruples? Would you be interested in thruples? It opened my mind. I didn't tell him no automatically. It was just like, I, I 
just thinking of it. I'm not sure, but let me look into it kind of thing. I'm not closed off. But why did he call it a thruple instead of saying polygamy? Thruple because it was, in that specific situation, it was him and another girl, like his ex that he kept bouncing back and forth to or whatever. So a thruple means three. It's three people having a relationship with one another. Oh, okay, okay. Another word yeah. to throw in the mix. Another way. <laughs> so do you, aside from him, or you don't know him, but personally, do you know any couples that are in throuples? I don't. I don't know of any, anyone uh, personally that's in a throuple. Only thing that I know mm. of are couples that are on these dating sites looking for an extra person. Like, that's where I was introduced to it. So I've been okay. right, having somebody be like, we're already in a relationship and we're looking to add someone to it. And I'm like, What? Like, people on dating apps looking for a third person to add to their relationship. And they, they mm-hmm. actually specify, like, in the description what type of person they want to add to their relationship. I appreciate that. Like, sexual relations or, like, they're actually trying to, like, build a relationship with a third party. Yeah. And the reason why I said I appreciate that is because I remember... If you read my blog, you would know that I found out that one of my exes was married and I was basically the mistress. Mm-hmm. And if he's into that, he's into that. Like he basically don't see monogamy, he sees polygamy, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to introduce somebody else, but it's it's more of a V, him having his wife and him having me kind of thing. That's what he had, to be point blank, period honest. But I always said when that was, like, before I knew more about polygamy and everything, I always said when that was going on, dang, at least he could have gave me the option. Right. At least he could have told me that he had a wife and asked me if I wanted to be the side chick. But now having all this information, it is now like, dang, he could have at least gave me the option. He could have at least let me know that he had a wife and asked me if I wanted to be the other person and, and that V kind of relationship that he had. Um, so kind of just the, the understanding of it has changed, has kind of helped my perspective of everything, mm-hmm. but do I know anybody who legitimately says, I am polygamous, or I'm in open relationship, a throuple, anything like that? No, I do not know anybody personally. Um, so my next question for you would be, would you say that polygamy is having free range to define your own relationship? See, I feel like when it comes to this word polygamy, I, people be playing around with the word because based off the definition of what polygamy is, you are supposed to be married. Granted, it's legal in the United States, but people can change their last names to make it work. And they, the guy, the man is technically only married to one woman. But I feel mm-hmm. as if people throw the word polygamy around when they're technically in an open relationship. Like they'll be with, uh, it'll be me in a relationship with a guy. And I'm saying that that's, that's my boyfriend. But aside from that, I'm also in a relationship with this chick and I'm calling her my girlfriend. Is that really polygamy? Or am I just dating two people? (laughs) You're dating two people. Exactly. You're not married, you said, exactly. right? Exactly, I'm not married. So technically what that should be categorized as is an open relationship. Plus on top of that, mm-hmm. the guy that I'm dating, he's dating someone else too. So it's almost similar to what's actually going on when you're dating, except you know about okay. the other person. 
that the person's dating, whether you know them personally or you just know of this person that they're dating. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. It sounds like an open relationship. So from what I've been seeing, it just seems as if like the word polygamy is just being thrown around because people want to be in relationship with multiple with multiple people. That's the understanding that I've been getting from it. I feel like the word polygamy has changed. They've been calling it modern polygamy. To answer this question, monogamy is monogamy, polygamy is polygamy, right? I feel like a lot of people who I know, who I witness, like to throw word, sorry, like to throw around the term monogamy because it's what's accepted. We don't accept scumbags, like we define, mm-hmm. right? We don't accept cheaters. We don't accept quote unquote open relationships like oh what is that you can only marry one choose me it's like a competition that's how we see it right but I feel like if people understood what polygamy is then there wouldn't be this negative connotation of me wanting to be with I'm gonna use your names as an example like I did the other day me and Priscilla is a couple and me and Moni is a couple like nobody would look at it that negatively if polygamy was more accepted. It's because we live in this world that only sees monogamy or acceptance of monogamy that, oh yeah, I got two girlfriends. Oh no, she cheating. Or like between you and Priscilla, it becomes a battle of who's more important or who gets to win her at the end. No. I I, I love both of y'all. I want both but- of y'all. And if there's an openness and an honestness in the beginning. Would it even be a competition? Would it even be heartbreak or hurt anything like that? I mean, there, I know there are complications that comes with it, but just looking at it definition-wise, I feel like it does not, it does, yes. Let me look at the question again. It does give free range to define your own type of relationship because monogamy is only one kind of thing. But with polygamy, we get to decide, do we want to try it? Do we want a, a quad do we want to be able to invite other people like we get to define what we want our relationship to be for ourselves but based on the definition there is no there are no uh word for three women being together what's the word for that you have you have polygyny and then you have polyandry there's nothing in there for a group of uh women a thruple of women it will be um polyandry right no that's so that's what? a wife with several Poly- husbands yeah. All right. Let's make up our own. <laughs> Polly loud. Poly no. Loud, <laughs> but I like in that example, I only use you and Priscilla's name because that's just what came up. Because I love y'all. Y'all my y'all my besties. But I think it would still be considered a thruple. I think that's what it would be. It's a relationship it be with a three thruple, people. But yeah, because remember what you said earlier. We're using the poly terms, and as we read off of Wiki or Google, wherever I got those definitions from, shout out, um, <laughs> that means some kind of marriage is going on. Right. Right. So we don't want to get into the married thing because we're not gurus. We ain't your gurus. <laughs> we are just your people in your ear right now. <laughs> but yeah, um, it will be considered an open relationship. Yeah, pretty much. Because as far as polygamy, based on where I could see the benefits from it, I understand the community aspect of it. Like, okay, you have a man, right? And let's say he has three wives, right? Each wife brings something different to the table. You have this wife who may be, you know, good in finances. She's, she's good with money or something of that nature. This, this wife, she's, she's super, she's super creative. 
Um, and then you have <laughs> another wife. Maybe she she's the homebody. I don't know. She's the homemaker. She bakes. She she loves making cookies and things of that nature. Just giving random <laughs> example. But each wife brings something different to the table. Plus, on top of that, each of these wives are able to produce children. I feel like from the perspective of a man having several wives, if he's able to take care of his wives as well as the children they produce, then right on my brother, do y'all think. Because <laughs> for me to even consider to be in a polygamous relationship, it would have to be, am I getting my own house? Because if the man <laughs> is supposed to be seen as head of household and he's making sure everything is taken care of, boom, I'm off. I'm, oh. I'm all for it. But then there's another aspect of it where it's like some don't do it that way. Like the hierarchy of it, having the man at the top and he's taking care of everybody. There's also this community aspect where it's like not only does everybody bring something different to the table, but everybody's still working. So they think of it as we have this, this extra amount of income, this combined amount of income, um, mm-hmm. like a way to build yeah. generational wealth. So it go, you know, goes towards all the children. You're, it takes a village to raise a child. So you have, it does. there's like, the children have three moms. They have three different types of moms they can get advice from. Like have three women helping to take care of house and home. That, that's where I can, I can sort of see like this, this benefit of it. But then there's also a part of me that's like, could that work? As polyandry, that doesn't make that doesn't make sense, especially if those men want to have children. She can't have three kids at one time. She can only have one child at one time. You got to carry that child for nine months. And then on top of that, I'm like, as polyandry with the woman having me suffer, why she taking care of all these men? I don't want to take care of all the men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that how it's working? Or is it the same thing as far as like building this community? Only thing is there'll be less children because there's only one woman yeah. bringing. Unless she has sex couplets. Or something like that. But at the same time, if she's the breadwinner taking care of these men, how's she still doing that with having six babies? Who taking care of the babies? The men? All the men taking care of the babies? <laughs> I don't know. So that's the unique thing of it, right? That when you have, uh, oh, let's use open because we don't want to talk too much about marriage. So if you have an open relationship or a relationship that you're defining it on your own term and it's not monogamous, I would like to think that Basically, what I said to you earlier when we were off air, I like saying off air. <laughs> um, if I have that, I would want to be the first person. Like me and him start off as just us two, right? And then maybe sometime down the line, we talk about, okay, let's just open this up. And But whatever order it goes in, whoever's first or whoever has the couple thing going first, that needs to be established first before you introduce somebody else. I need to make sure that even if I'm not the first one, that you that she's well taken care of, because that's an example of what you got for me too. And then when I come in, there needs to be, okay, let me get balanced. I can make sure I can take care of Moni and Yaya. Example, because you said you don't want the people to be Moni. <laughs> but anyway, example, okay, I took care of Moni. Now I'm adding Yaya. Okay, now I got it covered. I'm juggling. I'm juggling. I got Moni and Yaya, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. All right, let's add in Priscilla. All right, here we go. Here we go. Three of them. Three of them. All right, let's add in Courtney. All right, all right. Let's add in. Let's add in Raven. All right, all right. I got it. I'm juggling. But make sure there's you can take care of them, and that's the main aspect. You cannot be adding people into your livelihood if you cannot support them as the breadwinner, whether it's the woman or the man who's the on top of the hierarchy, if you have that kind of relationship, where's the hierarchy? Mm-hmm. Um, 
you have to be, make sure that you're taking care of your village. If you cannot sustain that, then you cannot add extra people to it. And for me, I will feel that same way. If you can't make me feel like we're equal, don't add me to that. Like I don't want to feel like I'm just a third wheel or just an extra. I want it to be. I want it to be some some equalness, like you know, some kind of fair game. And what you said about the having your own house. That goes back to, to each his own. So like the example that I watched um, when they were doing the radio interview, mm-hmm. there's a guy, right? And he was married to a woman for a long time. I don't even know. I know they had a 16-year-old child and basically teenage children. And they were like, the relationship started to get rocky. He stepped out. But did he really step out? From a monogamous point of view, <laughs> he stepped out and found the shorty on the side. He ended up telling his wife about it, like, hey, I started to talk to this girl on the side. Because that's typically in monogamous relationships what happened. Me and Timothy, we dating. Things start to go sour. Timothy signs up for Hinge or a date nap, or he goes to a party and meets shorty. But he don't tell me about shorty. He just make me think, or we, I think that things are rocking. We still trying to fix figure it out but meanwhile he's texting and hanging out with this girl so that's basically what happened with them so then he ended up telling the wife hey I met this girl whatever I've been kicking it with her she's kind of cool dude she kind of reminds me of you she's great blah blah blah. so instead of the wife saying oh no you cheating f you I want a divorce or you need to leave her whatever she could have said she decided that okay you like her whatever I want to meet her they met they hit it off. They had a great time. You know, they connected. And now they live this poly lifestyle. And since she was spending a lot of time in their home, the wife in that situation decided, hey, you know, you spend a lot of time here. You may as well move in. So they share one same house. They sleep in the same bedroom, sleep in the same bed. Uh-huh. They There's no, there's no triangle or hierarchy they all are equal one is a wife one is a girlfriend because they do live in the united states of america where it's not like seen as polygamy i mean polygamous relationships are not accepted but um they are talking about having babies with the other woman and you can decide if you want to close that or open it so right now their specific relationship is closed meaning they're not introducing or inviting any other women or any other men into their relationship but if they decide that they do want to like if one of the wives, sorry, one of the ladies went out and find, found another man or found another woman and said, hey, we want to bring them in, then they will have a, to have a discussion about that and decide together if they want to introduce that. But for them specifically, they live together. Now, you can decide if you choose to be to live this poly lifestyle or open relationship lifestyle. You can decide for yourself what that means for you. So yeah, we together, but I have my own house. Or yeah, we together, but you dating him, I'm dating him, but we're not dating each other. See, I was with it until I heard that they all sleep in the same bed. I barely like sleeping in the bed with a second person. I can't imagine sleeping in the bed with a third person. <laughs> like my space. Like, I mean, but I guess if that, what, like you said, to each his own, if that's what they want to do, then that's what they choose to do. But I also feel as if at some point, if they plan on having children with the other woman, they're going to have to make more space. I don't know how big their house is right now, but at some time, you're going to have to expand. You're going to need more space for more children, more rooms. But like you said earlier, so for this example, they do all work. So 
he the husband smiled really hard and he was like yo with her coming in it did help us financially because that meant that less of the bills was on my wife and him as a man he said that they split some of the bills but he takes more ownership of the bills. so maybe it's like he takes 50 percent and the otherwise take 25 percent, 25 percent kind of mm. thing but it still was less of a burden for their household because everyone was working so you have to define what it is for yourself like i said earlier i mean i guess so you free range to define their own relationship <laughs> the one thing that i did want to say though is i know when talking about throuples or open relationships and stuff like that in general people put their noses up to it mm-hmm. right but when we talk about menage trois threesome thing like that it's like yeah get that get that yes kudos to you my g or whoever it is that you're talking to like yes you had that threesome blah 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 but when we talk about open relationships or swingers or things like that it's it's frowned upon but see here's my thing real quick as far as open relationships technically that's what you're in when you're dating when you don't define whatever it is that you're in and for some it feels like you're being cheated on when you find out that the person that you're dating is also dating someone else and they didn't tell you but i'm like if you never define that hey this is a monogamous relationship it's technically open no matter how attached you may think you are that person has free range to talk to whoever they want to talk to until y'all mutually make a decision to be monogamous there was one relationship i'm pretty sure i think you watched the video too where the couple decided to be in an open relationship but they were sexually monogamous so they were only having sex with one another but they were openly dating other people and that relationship has started based off the fact that someone from her past had came and she wanted to explore what that relationship was and he pretty much gave her permission to you know see where that relationship could go while still dating him which made their relationship open Mm -hmm. the reason why i said i love that relationship is because there's more honesty from my perspective Mm -hmm. there's more honesty there doesn't seem to be any secrets or anything like that like specifically with that couple she said i don't look at his dms i don't look at his text messages he's a free man whatever he wants to do he's going to do it but i trust that he comes to me and 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 says these things to me Mm -hmm and says yes i started to talk to another woman or i'm interested in going on a date with this other woman yeah there's jealousy they said that there's jealousy i i do feel quote unquote some type of way thinking that he may or she may be um pounding cake (laughs) by another person that's not me but at the end of the day that person has free will we're not married that person has free will free range to be with somebody else and this brings me to thinking about just talking with my mom or talking with one of my girlfriends and she said that her mom told her we spend so much time dating keyword emphasis on dating one person at a time and it goes nowhere it never it never became more than a thing it's just somebody that you're spending time with talking on the phone with maybe going out here and there with but it never became a boyfriend or if it did maybe a few months or a year and then you gotta start all over like you grieve mm-hmm. and then you start all over with dating again opposed to i'm dating five people at a, i'm getting to know five people at a time 
and then I narrow it down to typically U.S. speaking one person. But what happens in the instance that I decide I can't choose one? I love three of them. I want to be with three of them. Then it comes to an, having an open discussion about that. And I love that because with monogamy, I feel like it's, I don't want to hurt that other person. It's only, quote unquote, supposed to be him or it's only supposed to be her. So I'm going to let her think that but I'm going to still do my my slick thing on the side. And you feel bad about it mm-hmm. because you put that definition or that 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 label of monogamy on it, opposed to just saying and being honest, I want to date you and these other people too. Right. But you know what? Some some people don't like that. Some people truly choose to be monogamous because they can't handle that the person that they're with being with um, being with somebody else. It doesn't matter if they honest or not. Like, hey, I'm talking to you and I'm talking to Shorty over there. She'll be like, no. <laughs> but he's being honest. So I'm actively on a dating site right now. And I don't know. I'm going to honestly say because of our research that I had the cojones to text this guy and say, hey, how many people are you dating right now? And he took some minutes to answer me, but he told me, yeah, he's dating one. That doesn't include me because we haven't gone on mm-hmm. a date. I don't see myself dating him. We just match. We happen to match. But that opened up for honest conversation. Okay, now I know that you're dating another mm-hmm. person. Now, prior to when I thought monogamy, it does come into an aspect of it's competition. Dang, I know he's dating another woman. I got to one up. I got to make sure I look good, make sure I sound good, make sure I'm, you know, tech, checking in on him enough so that I can win him over and he could choose me over her. Opposed to, okay, you know, we just do the thing. And if he, he choose her, he choose her. If he choose me, he choose me. He choose both of us. And that'd be a conversation that right. we have to see if we... That's okay. how I like it's important to be yourself. Opposed to thinking of it as like a competition. Yeah. You're going to do what you got to do regardless. <laughs> so it's just a matter of what do um, you bring to the table? What does your... How does your personality win him over? Opposed to you trying to be extra because you figure somebody else is in the picture and you want to do better than mm-hmm. her. I can't think of it like that. I'm going to do me and I'm going to be me, regardless if I know he dates somebody else or not. I can't right. make him choose me. So, right. either you want me or you don't. Point blank, period. Yeah. It's like, I'm just thinking of lions, like a lion nest, just like the proud competition or fighting over somebody or whatever. But even with the lions, like I was, I remember I was talking to my mom, I was like, yo, like the, the kingdom, there's one. <laughs> right Simba's mom and all these other women but they all slept with all lived with Mufasa and what was they popping out the cubs he was right. in that thing right. getting right. it but, in they was popping so he can have his tribe but we only knew about Simba's mom so she probably was like the top of the hierarchy and the other woman like she probably and if they lived in America she was legally married right for polygamy she was le- legally married the other women lions were a part of the nation a part of the i don't want to say sister wives a part of the union that they have the community they all work together when when nyla and simba went off to the far lands or whatever it's called that they went both nyla's mom and simba's mom were checking each other's kids they worked as a community to to raise everybody to look out for everybody even Rafiki and everybody cared for everybody. It was a village raising all of the kids together. Right. But you only saw one man lion except for the uncle. But you only see like one main lion 
I don't know why we like this. I, I wonder what said this. Because too, like, so I was watching the podcast that you sent me yesterday. Is it a podcast? With Monique and her husband. Mm-hmm. Somebody jumped in their comment section and was saying, well, the Bible says, and the Bible says, and the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Like, people throw that out a lot. Um, the Bible does says, say things like that, that, that hints towards one man, one mm-hmm. woman. But the Bible also mentions and I was, I'm, I want to throw this out there. I'm not a guru. I'm not a specialist. I don't study theology or anything. But I do know there were some scriptures that said that this person and his wives, they had several wives back then too. Mm-hmm. So who's to say who's right and who's to say who's wrong? And it's just weird because like we said earlier, the United States, legally, you cannot have a polygamous relationship, but we're a Christian nation. So that's what I say <laughs> to each his own. <laughs> to each his own. Okay, so our next next up, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but let's just get these definitions off. Open relationships slash swingers. Where are they? Open relationships include any type of romantic relationship that is open. An open relationship is where one or more parties have permission to be romantically or sexually involved with people outside of the relationship. Swingers are couples or singles who choose to have an open relationship, allowing their partners to have sex with other people, with their permission, of course. The benefits are they oftentimes create lasting friendships with others of the opposite sex while enjoying sexual pleasures from them as well. That's a lot. It really is. And you already know my opinion on this. It seemed like it's the same freaking thing, except one's married and one's not. <laughs> so the the question that we drew from this is, what the heck is the difference between this? So I think we feel, I feel like we touched on this earlier when talking about throuples, polygamy, stuff like that. That's what an open relationship is, unless, from our understanding, we're not gurus, remember. Um, that's what that is, but with polygamy, there's marriage involved. With open relationship, that's dating, getting to know people without any type of marriage involved, like nobody's right. married, no, no title, title, anything. But open relationship means like there's some kind of commitment, right? There are at least one or two people who have a committed relationship with one another, romantically or sexually. Remember, romance does not mean that somebody's getting some kind of intercourse going on, but it can be romantic or sexual. Now, swingers means sex. Me and Timothy are together, and we have the open possibility of Timothy can go ahead and have sex with other people. Yaya can go ahead and have sex with other people, or we together have sex with other people together. But there's no commitment. Like, that's not that other girl, that other guy is not his boo or bae. That other girl or guy is not my boo or bae. And party-wise, it's not. We may be friends. We may be acquainted. But we're not in a relationship together. Only if we're in an open relationship, we're together. But swingers-wise, it's just sex. That's not. You say have sex together. You're talking about like an orgy? Like this orgy style? Like all four of us is in the room and we having sex together. Or it's like... Yes. I'm married to my husband and you married to your husband, but sometimes you have sex with my husband and I have sex with yours. Is that swinging? It's all that. Oh it's my all gosh. <laughs> no. We're not laughing at it. We're laughing with it. It's all of it. Oh, wow. Okay. 
that's a lot yeah. that's a lot that that's real open that's they swing it to the left, swing it to the right, swing it to the front, swing it to the back, swing, 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 swing. Woo, oh my God. Okay. okay. All right. Okay, so you understand the gist of it, right. right? All right, so open means commitment, right? Swinging means sex. Okay? okay. Do you think open relationships and swingers are frowned upon? Yes, I do. That was quick. <laughs> But I think it's frowned upon because it's not what's quote unquote normal. Normal. Because it's not mm-hmm. something that we're used to. But once again, to each his own. If that's what they choose to do, then that's what they choose to do. If it's not for you, then it's not for you. And something what people choose to do, it don't need to be explained as long as they understand it and why they're doing it. You know, more power to them. I know myself personally. I can't see myself swinging at all. Once I'm married, I'm I'm married. I'm I'm married. I can't see myself being with the person I took vows with, and us deciding. All right, babe, you ready to hit up this little swing dig? <laughs> <laughs> and then we like after party, we having drinks, we have a little dinner, and then by the end of the night, we all naked. I don't even know if that's how swinger parties work. I'm just, that's just the image that I have in my mind. Like friends meet up for dinner, wine, drinks or whatever. And then by the end of the night, go time. <laughs> it's, a, it's more than that. <laughs> what is, it's more than that. Tell, what, what is this? What is this? All right, let me answer the question first and then let me share some insight that you may or may not know about your best friend. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so for my answer, yes. Oh, open relationships and swingers are frowned upon based off of what we said earlier. We accept, we meaning Americans, accept monogamy and we don't accept people having open relationships because we look at it as cheating or being unfaithful or not being not being able to decide or if there is more, one has more um, love or one has more say or hierarchy than the other one. So it's, it is frowned upon. As far as what swingers are, how it gets down, that's another to each his own. Like there's no specific answer to it. So it can be Johnny and Becky and Timothy and Mallory. They know that they like to swing. So they set up their own parties with one another and they have sexual parties or hangouts with one another. Or Mallory and Valerie might just get together and Timothy and the other guy that I made up might get together. It can be however they define it, however they want it to be. But there are swinger groups. Mm. And when I say swinger groups, there are places out there or organizations out there that get together and they invite swingers or unicorns to participate in a party. What's a unicorn? The unicorn that comes into the party is a single person. Okay. So that person comes into the party and they don't have a significant other. They just come in. So they might just be that couple's third will. But everybody knows that everybody's either coming to that party to engage in intercourse with one another or to watch. So it's like basically like live. I was just about to say, people just go to watch other people have sex. Yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Okay. So a little, a little foreclosure. So I have, I have gone to a party. A swinger party? A sex party? (laughs) What? It was so interesting. So I went there. I went there as a unicorn and I just went there just to observe. Um, so what I witnessed was that it was at this, it was hosted at this place, right? The specific place was a hotel. And 
there were couples there, there were unicorns there, everything, just having a good time, dancing around. But then we went upstairs to where the hotel rooms were, some doors were open and some doors were closed. If the doors were closed, that means that they don't want people to come in to the room. But if the doors open, like the whole, you know, the main door of the hotel, mm-hmm. if the door was open, you could come in. People were like partying, just quote unquote regular, quote unquote regular, right? But if you look into the bedroom or wherever else, people were like having sex with one another. And I did see where it was two couples together and they were like, it was four people, but they were like having sex. So one guy was having sex with another woman's wife. I mean, the other wife, et cetera, et cetera. Or I saw where like there was a couple and then there's the third person. Yeah, I saw all, all, they had a room with sex toys and like, the, you know what's the name of that book? Fifty Shades. 50 Shades it was Fifty Shades. Dom- they yeah. had a whole dominatrix room. They had a they had a room where they were like showing toys, like the whole thing, like shots and stuff like that, and a whole bunch of stuff. But then in the other rooms, it was just basically like hotel rooms. And if you were to rent out a room, like if you were to book a room, you could decorate it however you wanted to. Like it's your room. But then if you had it open, you wanted people to come in and party or have sex. And if they wanted their clothes, because remember earlier we were talking about closed relationships, open relationships. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to close, and you said, oh, we only want to invite one extra person, door closed. Or we don't want people to watch, door closed. Or sometimes they had it where, like, we don't want you involved, but you can watch kind of thing. Oh it was goodness. it was a lot going on. And honestly, it was interesting. I was invited to participate with other people, but I didn't take the opportunity. Oh, my goodness. Girl, the, 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 the thought of alone. See, I can't, I'm st- st- stuttering. I can't. <laughs> Wait, like, I can't imagine, like, you... You telling me, and I'm trying to paint my own picture in my head, and I'm just like, oh, wow. Okay. It's just, <laughs> that's, you're just walking by, and they just doing their thing. You're like, okay. Oh, nice, nice butt cheeks. Next room. I mean, oh. it's not like a walking by. It's like a, because you go, a sex museum. You have to tell yourself. Yeah, but you're telling yourself, like, I'm, I'm literally walking into room 228. And then it wasn't like the bedroom right there. It was, a lot of them were suites. So you walk into the quote unquote living room of it, but you have to like say, I want to see and look into the bedroom part of it. So it wasn't like they were just like boom, boom, banging in the hallways and stuff. They were like in the bedrooms, but you had to say, I want to go see what's popping in this room. I want to go see what's popping in that room. So if you decided that you wanted to see stuff, you saw it. If you decided that you didn't want to, or if the door was closed, you didn't see it. But then they would come up to you because this is Swingers Friday. So they will come up to you and say, hey, you know, we got this room if you want to come you can come up there that's them inviting you I didn't go but what I did find interesting in in it is at this swingers party and outside of it because I did witness a couple trying to hit on an associate of mine it seems like a lot of times when they're trying to bring a woman into it swingers lifestyle only not talking about open relationships or anything like that they have the woman go to try to um, invite the other person into mm-hmm. it so if it's a woman they say oh she's kind of cute or whatever go see you know what she about and then the woman goes to try to flirt with the woman and see if they want to invite her that's what i've witnessed i've never seen a man go over and invite the only thing that keeps running in my mind is just the exchange of energy like when you have sex with somebody like i mm-hmm. can't imagine like just having sex with multiple people. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's it like, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But just that thought alone, it's just, it's a, a turn off to be having sex with a whole bunch of people and the exchanging of that sexual energy. 
sexual energy, sexual body fluids, sexual STDs, STIs, all of that. And they don't use protection? When we go, oh, no, girl, you can't. Oh. <laughs> but you never know. That's only 99.99%. You never know what can happen in that, that 1.11111%. So that's why that couple that we favored, they said, yeah, we are, we, we're polygamous. We're, we have an open relationship. Well, they, now they call it free. We have a free relationship, but we are monogamously sexually dealing with one another because it's a lot that comes with it. Like you already, if you are monogamous, you want to be um, careful because, quote unquote, you don't know what he's doing or what she's doing on the side. Right. Right. But if you are open or free or polygamous, whatever it is, you there's still some caution there because there's other parties involved. So I, the way I think of it is polygamy or open relationships are already happening. It's just the secrecy of it and the not secrecy of it too. But when you're swinging, you definitely have to be careful and use protection and get tested often because you never know what you're inviting into your body. Exactly. So that first question was about swinging, about it being frowned upon and things like that. Do you think it's possible to love more than one person at a time. Yeah, absolutely. I love more than one person every day. Now, as far as me like saying I'm in love with more than one person, I don't know. I've never had that experience, but definitely to love more than one person, absolutely. That's how I love my friends. Everyone has different qualities and things that I enjoy about them and the things that we, we have in common and the things that we talk about. I connect with one person more on one thing than I do with another about something else. So absolutely, you can definitely more love more than one person at a time. It's right. just a matter of what part of me they get, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I like to, when I answer, I like to answer off of what I experienced and I have never experienced being in love with somebody. Because for me, when I define what it means to be in love, it means both of us loving one another. Like the, the simplicity of it is, we both have to at least love one another at the same mm-hmm. time, simultaneously. And from my knowledge of it, I've never experienced that. So I never went deeper than that. But um, I do think it's possible to love or be in love with more than one person at one time. I can't say if there's an equal balance to it or if there's like, I love this person more than the other person. Or it could be, I love just like you said, I love this person for these reasons and these qualities. Then I love that person for these reasons and these qualities. And the girl that I'm, you know, I said I was going to go back to YouTube and finish <laughs> watching. She said um, both parties together make her feel like she's whole. I see what she meant by that. But for me, I don't want to say that because kind of tapping back into what we spoke about with Katrina during our religion episode, I want to be whole before I come into any type exactly. of relationship. I don't want to feel like one person or 10 people are making me feel whole. I want to come whole before, because even when she said that, when the girl on the YouTube was saying that, I was just like, so what if, because she has a girlfriend and a boyfriend. What if the girlfriend passes away? Then you're going to feel less whole because one of those holes, one of those persons that's making you feel whole is gone. Right. So it's, it's important, whatever lifestyle you choose, whatever type of relationship you choose for yourself, that you feel whole before you jump into anything. But going back to the question, yes, I do feel like it's possible, but I have not experienced it for myself. Yeah, I agree. I think it's uh, two holes coming together to create an entirely new reality, not two halves trying to become one because there's still gonna be a (laughs) lot that you need to to mend within that. Like you still have a lot, probably a lot of traumas that you haven't 
dealt with or any like trust issues that you're still growing through and you haven't fully learned how to transition through your emotions and love yourself fully before trying to love someone else so it's definitely should be two holes coming to create a new reality together opposed to trying to right mend these two broken pieces that may not even fit right i did have a follow-up question but i think we kind of answered it it was asking if you think that the love is divided equally but i think that taps into the thing that we just kept repeating to each his own or you never know until you're in a situation. Right. Or just giving certain parts of yourselves to certain certain people. Cause sometimes you don't share everything with everyone. I might be into you might be like my my travel buddy. Like you are the person I know too that when we travel, these are the experiences that we share together. And then this person over here, you know what, this is my this is my uh my book buddy. <laughs> like we share experiences through books. Those are just probably some lame examples, but just saying like different parts of myself is what I share with different different people. Like this is my historical history side. Like we get into a bunch of like yeah. history buff stuff because everybody's different and they can open up and um transform different parts of you. So one of these um episodes that I watched. It was a girl who defined herself as monogamous interviewing her friend who didn't put a definition on anything. And she said that that was one of the problems that we have is that we define, we try to define everything. And if you do have a relationship and you call that person your significant other, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever, and that person goes on and finds a new friend, you're going to feel some type of way because you're thinking, oh, well, he's spending time with this person, um, what's going on there, things like that. And it could just be his friend or his co-worker right. or anything like that. So it doesn't matter how you define anything. One, And that goes back into the question that you asked me earlier. Um, is there any kind of ownership when you're monogamous with somebody? That person thinks, oh, why is she spending all the time with my boyfriend? She want him or something? No, she don't want him. They're just friends. She got her own boo or whatever. They're just friends. So it doesn't matter how you define anything. It could be a coworker, it could be a friend, it could be a family member. This person outside of you is still going to have some type of relationship with other people. Right. It could also be an insecurity. Yeah. So some people think like, I'm not going to define it. Like, it's just open because this we're not married, for her point. We're not married. So this person, it's possible they could find somebody else that they're interested or they like. Who am I to say that they can't date them? And if we do get married and we decide that we still want to do that, that's up to us. Who is society to decide that we have to have this opposed to the law that says you can only be legally fine to one person. But outside of that, I can do my own thing. Okay. And um, just like I kind of hinted towards earlier, it's where I kind of got the perspective from her is that we only say it's cheating because of the monogamous mindset of it. But I do want to highlight that us having this conversation does not mean that if you are um, having open relationships, swinging relationships, polygamy, however you want to define it, it does not mean that it doesn't come with its troubles or its, its struggles as well. Everything comes with something. Right. But you have to define your relationship how you want to, not just try to think outside of the box of what society says is normal. What works for you? What works for you? <laughs> bow, bow, bow. <laughs> so let's jump into our next part, which is our announcement. 
It's time for announcements. It's time for announcements. It's time for announcements. It's time for announcements. Yes, Jingle. <laughs> I want to sing with you, but I know because of the um the delay, delay, I might be off. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm singing with your spirit. <laughs> yes. All right. So for the month of December, our question of the month is asking. What is your favorite holiday movie? Yes. I know mine. Moni has an idea of hers. We, of course, will be sharing our answers, our responses on our YouTube page. But if you so kindly answer on our website or on our RG page, you will be automatically entered for a chance to win both Love Loud Volume 1 and Love Loud Volume 2. Those are our babies, our books. If you are a Love Loud member, we typically enter you twice, but because we are in the spirit of giving yes. y'all, it's the time of the year we are going to enter you in there thrice. Yes, three times. We're going to enter you in there thrice, thruplish. <laughs> Put you in there thruple times. <laughs> Go ahead. We already posted it once on December 1st, so if you are listening now and you have not entered or answered on our page, Go ahead and answer the question of the month. Don't forget, you have to be a member. If you want to be entered three times, just go to the website and sign up. You can sign up via Facebook okay. and sign up via Google, or you can sign up by entering whatever email address you would like to use. But you have to go to the website right at the top and sign up, y'all. Sign up to be a member and be entered three times and answer in the group section for the question of the month. Next announcement is please, please, pretty please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Love Loud, L-O-V-E-L-O-U-D-D, to make sure that you can find us. If it's not two Ds, then most likely it is not us. On our YouTube channel, you'll be able to find the answers to all of our questions of the month, as well as our blogs. Every time we post a blog, we have a video about it. Plus, on top of that, we have all of our Truth Carpet episodes, including the ones where we started on IGTV. So just in case you're not listening on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, you can also listen on YouTube. Y'all have no excuse as to why you can't (laughs) share Truth Carpet with anybody. There's so many outlets to take a listen, so share it with any and everybody. Let them know that Love Loud is here. And speaking of us being here, I'm so happy that we decided to get these beautiful mics that sound nice. Check one. Check two. To record these podcasts, it's been a great venture. And it's been really fun. We had, what, three guests? We did. We had three guests. I can't wait for many more. Right. We had 16 episodes. We started on IG Live. And now we are here in your ears, giving you a different um, platform to listen to us and to witness us having these conversations. And this is our last episode for 2020. Yes. um, For season one. And we will be picking back up next year for season two. I just want to say that this episode right here, and I feel like I say this all the time, but genuinely, like, even when we first started, I was like, yo, this is dope. I felt really good having this conversation. Outside of this podcast, I don't even know if you and I would have had this conversation. Mm -hmm. So this is, 
it really felt good to have this conversation and I really like it because a lot of other topics people may have on the daily but just to have a different conversation like this or the different conversation of religion and relationships you know the different things that we bring to our truth carpet is really nice and I, I can't wait to listen back to this to be <laughs> I enjoyed it. I really did. I would like to extend a very special thank you to all of you who are listening now, who've been listening since the beginning, for those of you that share our episodes, for those of you that have given input and feedback on our episodes that have bought our merch. Thank y'all for riding with us. We very, very, very much appreciate y'all. Without y'all giving us the push and motivation, who knows if we would have actually even started this podcast, to be honest. Right. We were definitely right. pushed in this direction, and we very much appreciate being here and have you all allow us to embrace your speakers, so to speak, okay? <laughs> um, I've definitely come to enjoy doing this. Can't wait to start season two. I've been educating myself on audio engineering and editing. So hopefully by next season, the sound will be even better than it is now. Cause if you haven't noticed, like the sound has started to grow and get gradually better. I'm learning as I go. And with this process that we've been in has definitely been a learning one for both of us. So thank you everybody. Thank you so much. Yes. And I definitely need a, I need a shirt that says producer. Yay. I said that earlier. (laughs) (laughs) So this really has been a growing experience. It's been an enjoyable experience. And I can't wait for us to tap into tap 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 B. and invite some other guests to just do this all with us. Because like we said, we're not gurus, we're not experts, but it'll be really fun to invite other experts and gurus to have these conversations with us. It just makes it more fun and I'm I'm learning a lot. So yeah, thank you. Just like Monique said, I'm not gonna repeat it. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts to everybody who has been supporting Love Loud in every type of way. So long. Farewell to you, my friend. Goodbye for now. Until we meet again, I said so long. Farewell to you, my friend. Goodbye for now. Until we meet again. It's been great to play and sing together. On the podcast. And it's time to say goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to get it in there (laughs) bye y'all thank Thank you thank you until season two